The material and information contained in this podcast is for general information purposes only. You should not rely upon the material or information in this podcast as a basis for making any business, legal, medical, or any other decision. If you listen to me, you're a fool. Research for yourself. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Jason Trader, and this is the Art of Being, the podcast, and uh, today I want to talk to you a little bit about um, this this current um, lockdown situation, and uh, I got some things to say. I got some things to say. I want to talk specifically about the death, the supposed death. You know, I don't know what side of the coin you sit on. You know, some say it's a fake virus, and this is all a hoax. Uh, and some say it's a real virus, and that people are actually dying. Um, I, I don't know, and, and I'm not here to argue either point. But what I specifically do want to talk about is the death. And what I was told, this is what I was told. I was told that if I visited my family during the holidays, it means I don't love them. This is what the news is saying. And this is what preachers are saying. Literally, I've heard pastors, people that guide churches, tell people, okay, that if you go visit your family and and do not quarantine yourself, that you don't love them. And I take offense to that. I'm highly offended by that. Because I absolutely do love my family. And to say that I don't is a lie. And I don't want people lying on me and calling my integrity in question. Because as a Hebrew man, a Hebrew man, a keeper of the commandments, my reputation is important to me. Because one of the commands is to let your light shine so that people see your works and that they teshuvah because of you and your actions. So it's important to me to have my reputation intact and my integrity not challenged. And when you say that... If I go talk to people that I'm going to cause them to be exposed to coronavirus, which will cause death, or if I don't protect myself, I will get the coronavirus, which will cause my death, I have a problem with that. And I had to pause for a minute because I was about to go off. I was about to go off, y'all. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to stay calm, man. I try not to use expletives. You know what I'm saying? You know, oh, man, I almost just let it have it. Cause I, I, and I probably will get heated. I probably will. But let me tell you something about the coronavirus and the fact that it causes death. Let's just put all arguments aside and say that this is a deadly argument. Or not a deadly argument, sorry, a deadly virus. That this is a deadly virus. Let's just suspend all disbelief and entertain this thought for a minute. That this is a deadly virus. Death, and this is where I'm about to get heated, y'all. Death should not be in the 
Mm, man, you guys, death should not be in the vocabulary of a believer. Death is not a part of our vocabulary. Weren't you promised eternal life? Were you not promised eternal life? What did our Messiah say? Come to me and I will give you inheritance of the earth. I will give you rest. I will give you life and life more abundantly. Why are we telling people to be worried about death? It is the exact opposite that we have been called to preach. And if you say that I go to someone and not and not social distancing myself from them and go into their uh, uh, appropriate social distance from a person instead of the six feet, but I go into their bubble, if you will, and they say, back up! Because the virus will cause death. What would Jesus say? He would say, no! You shall not die, but you will have eternal life. We are called to preach life. Pastors, congressmen, people of America, Zion, we are people of life not death. Where does it say fear death? Where does it say prevent death? I mean, it says don't murder and stuff like that, right? Because, But that's about our hearts. <laughs> that's about anger and hatred and having ill will towards the heart of the person. But if I go to a person without that ill will in my heart, but I go to them in love and they say, you don't love me. Because coming near me could cause me to die. I should tell him, no, sir. You shall not die. But come unto the Messiah, you who are burdened and heavy laden, and you will have life. We are commanded to preach to the people about an eternal life to come. And you would rather stand behind your pulpit and tell people to cover their faces and stay in your homes to prevent death? Death is not for me. I will never die. But if I do, I will be raised up again on the last day and I will enter his rest. I do not fear death. You should not fear death. And putting your yourself in the presence of others is not killing them it is putting ourselves in their presence that we might preach life life Yeshua did not hide himself from the lepers worried about death he did not tell his disciples hey but if you get near a leper I want you to put on a mask on your face uh, and stay at least six feet away from them while you pray for them probably you could get maybe a squirt gun or something and put some like holy oil in it and you could squirt them from six distance and that way you could still you know kind of obey the commandments and heal people and preach life while maintaining a safe social distance no 
No. 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 He said, go to the people and tell them that there is a kingdom. A kingdom to come that is life eternal. Life is our ministry. Life is is our hope. Life is what we rest in. Life is what my Messiah promised me. He never promised me death. He never told me to fear death. And as a matter of fact, he conquered death to be the perfect example. He didn't go to the cross to prove that he could die. He went to the cross to prove you can't kill me that I am the Passover lamb, that I will get up and walk again. You can't keep me down. I am the Messiah. He proved life. He didn't prove death. When we focus on the cross, all we want to talk about is, well, he died, he died, he died, he died. That's all we want to focus about. The whole Catholic Church has a, has a cross that permanently displays the Messiah in his dead position. But it wasn't about his death. It was about the fact that he can get up and walk again. What man can boast? Life. Only our Messiah. And he said, I give you power and authority. Go and preach to the people about this life that I can give you. You shall not die, but you will live. The news said, if you go outside, you're going to die. If you don't wear a mask, you're going to die. And they say, well, I don't want to be a fool. I'm an educated person. And as an educated person, I know education. And education says education says education. And because of my education and my studying and my properness, I know that whatever the news media tells me is 100% true. And I know that whatever my government says to me is exactly what I need to benefit me. When has any of the policies of the government ever benefited you ever? Come on, man. You, you people are supposed to be educated. You people are supposed to be better than this. You're supposed to know your scriptures. And the scriptures promise us life more abundantly. And we're out here telling people that if you go and leave your home and go to an elderly home and shake their hands and hug them, and kiss their foreheads and help all them widows in the old folk home that you are causing death. That's what you're telling me, you liar. You liar. You're telling me that if I go to a homeless shelter and hug that man, that I'm going to get the virus and it will bring death. You're a liar. You're a liar. My Messiah said that I would not die, but that I would have life and that I should not fear. We should not be afraid of death. We should not be afraid of spreading a disease that will cause more death. Because we don't produce death. We produce life. Was the Holy Spirit, the comforter, given to us so that we would produce death and destruction? Was it given to us to separate us from our fellow man? Or was it given to us that we might unite with our fellow man and teach them about a life more abundant. I am calling you out, preachers. 
Stop telling your people lies. Stop advocating the death that you see on the news. I heard, and I said this before on my podcast, but I heard, and it still disturbs me to this day. Literally, the mayor of New York said, fear makes the virus real. And if you don't fear, you will not be saved. That's what he told me. That's what he said. If you don't fear, you're going to die. That's a lie. It's the exact opposite. Fear brings death. Shalom brings life, peace, rest. You guys, we have to be better than this. This is the last days. We are the only salt left. And the salt container is almost empty. There ain't many of us still trying to preserve this world. And when you advocate death, when you say that death will come, when you say that this virus will cause me death, and that if I go help others, that I am bringing them death, you are a liar. For your words do not match the words that I was told by my Messiah. He told me about life. And he told me that I could bring that to other people, and I believe him. Well, you don't believe your Messiah? Huh? Huh, Christian? Preacher? Zion? Anyone? Crickets? Hello? Hello, you don't believe the Messiah when he promised you life? You don't believe that? No, 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 no. You, you're worried about death, aren't you? You're worried that because you have a pre-existing condition and you're a little bit older, you're worried that, that you might die. That's That you're worried about death because you don't believe your Messiah? What? Don't tell me you believe your Messiah. You clammed up in your home with a mask on your face, worried about death. Saying that I'm out here spreading death because I went and visited my family. Saying I'm spreading death because I tried to go to a homeless shelter and hug a man who needed a hug because I want to get into the old folks home and help the widows out that are in there. You know how many widows are in old folks home? Lots. That's where I was told to be. And you would say, oh, but they're elderly. You could expose them. I don't bring death, you liar. I don't bring death. I only bring life because of the spirit that was within me. It is not by my might, but by the might of my Messiah that I bring life. He said, when I'm gone, I want you to go around and tell people about this life. And you sitting in there on your online service. Oh, well, we, Christians have no excuse for gathering because we, we can just meet online. If you've been meeting online with the same 12 people for a year. Ain't spread life to the 13th person at all. Not a single bit. And as a matter of fact, you probably started with 12 and ended with 10. Because people got tired of, of just watching on your online services. Go into the nations and speak life. Stop being hypocrites. Stop not believing your Messiah. Stop believing the news media and the congressmen over your Messiah. They say, clam up, get in your home, or you will die. That is not what the Messiah preached. I don't care if you think you're the president or not. If what you're saying doesn't mimic the word of God, then it ain't for me. And you said, go inside or you will die. I look in the book and it says, go outside. You shall live and tell others that they shall live as well. That's what's in the book. 
but you have gotten so twisted and brainwashed by the wickedness of this world that when you look at the book, you don't even see the right answers anymore. You're blind. Take the scales off your eyes, Zion. Take the scales off your eyes. You listen to Congress more than you listen to your Messiah. Out there telling people, stay in your homes. Out there telling people, you don't love them if you go to see them because you could cause them to die. And if you cause them to die, that's unloving. You are a liar. You're a liar. And I don't care if you think you senior to me. I don't care if you think you special. I don't care if you TD Jakes. I don't care who you are. President, Prime Minister. Oh, I teach I teach a, a class of theology at uh, Biola University. And uh, I, I know. Look, y'all. Look. I'm getting worked up. And I'm going to go and calm myself down. And I'm going to go uh, have some prayer and some meditation. And I'm going to go read some verses about life. Look, look. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> People say... Uh, People say, uh, why don't you uh, ever quote verses and use scriptures? And I used to quite often like use verses like in Ecclesiastes 5 and whatever, you know. But I don't really be doing that no more. And I'll tell you why. Because you guys got to read your Bibles on your own. I'm not here to read your Bibles for you. <laughs> All right. Y'all know. And if you don't know at this point, if you don't know at this point, the Bible declares that we are people of life and that we are promised eternal life. And that we should be out in our communities telling people about a life and a life more abundantly. A life without fear. A life with love. A life with shalom. Peace. Rest. Prosperity. These are the things that should concern the people of Zion. Not masks, social distance, and quarantine. Those words ain't even in the Bible. People be talking about hermeneutics and stuff. You can't insert your own ideas in the Bible. Agreed. You can't. Then where, where, where did you get social distancing? What, what verse are you using for that? Well, I just use the verse that says obey the government. Except when the government tells us something that is the opposite of God's instructions, right? Can we agree on that? And God's instructions say go into the world and tell people about life. Life. Eternal life. Eternal life. Not eternal death. I'm not afraid of death. The whole medical profession, all of our hospitals, all of our nurses, what are, what are they doing? They're trying to prevent death. I don't have death. I don't have that. That's not my concern. Because you can take me from this earth. You can destroy this sack of meat all you want. I live. I, re I, I skipped to the end. I skipped to the end of the book. I cheated. I'm sorry. Forgive me, but I cheated. I skipped to the end. I live. That's how it ends for me. I live. So you might be fear of death. You might be fearful of spreading disease and causing death. I'm afraid that I won't be able to bring people the life that they've been promised. That's what I'm afraid of. And I ain't going to sit around and, and wait to avoid death. I'm going to go out and have life. Because that's what I've been promised. I love you guys. 
And I know I get heated, man. I know I get worked up. I know who I am. You know, I, I, I'm mature enough to self-reflect. And I'm sorry that I get worked up. But I cannot stand believers of the Most High preaching death. I cannot stand by. You know, uh, nothing makes me more mad than my own community. Nothing. People out there can act as stupid as they want. And it gets frustrating and like, oh man, yeah, that's not right. You know, because I have a sense of justice and I have a sense of morality. So I can look at something and say that's not right. But it doesn't perturb me because that's not that's not who I am. I'm a, I'm a child of the Most High. So, yes, I'm bothered by the injustice. I'm bothered by the fact that I live in Babylon and I'm constantly surrounded on all sides by sin and transgression. That this world is filled with so many lies that I don't even know which way's up. Most people don't even know where they're sitting. They don't even know who they are because of the lies the devil has permeated through this this kingdom that we live in. And that gets frustrating. But nothing ticks me off more than someone who claims to be a believer. Claims to be a believer. But does not preach the same message that believers should preach. We are to preach eternal life. Don't tell me that I'm out there causing death. Because I want to stay in the community. Don't tell me because I visit my family. Because I love them. That I'm going to bring death. Because I do not do that. I don't. I was told that I would bring life to people. Because my Messiah brought life to people. And he gave me authority while he is gone. To preach that life. To bind and to loose. That's what he did. He gave me the authority you got coronavirus? I bet you I could pray it out of you. I bet you I could. Come on over here. Let me give you a kiss. Let me give you a hug. Let me tell you that you will not die. But you will have life. I gotta go, y'all. I gotta go. I'm getting emotional. I'm getting emotional. Nothing makes me more mad than my own community. And I just see a bunch of Christians in fear of death. That's not your promise. That's not your hope. We don't have to be stressed. We don't have to be worried. We don't have to have fear. Because we have been promised life. Oh man, I'm so happy. Thank you Lord for giving me this spiritual happiness that you just poured into me. I was getting down for a minute. That's why I was trying to leave. But he has poured back into me spiritual happiness. Thank you Lord for this gift of life. Thank you. I'm so happy that I will have life. Stefan sitting on a, strapped to a, a stick, getting hit by rocks, pummeled by the world around him. Never once did he said, stay six feet away from me or you're caused by death. <laughs> he reminded them of the law and he reminded them of life. All these men. Isaiah, what they, what's what's it say in tradition, right? He was like sawn in half or something crazy, right? You got dudes that were uh, hung on crucifixes upside down and boiled and all kinds of nastiness happened to our people. And every time I read one of those stories, I never see one of them trying to prevent death. You know why? Because they know that death is not a thing for them. They know that this earth is only temporary. That this sack of meat that I live in is only temporary. But that I will have life. I am so excited and filled with joy. Because I will have eternal life. 
So let's get out there and tell people. Let's get out there and let them know. Let's let them know. And, you know, while you let them know about uh, life, if you want to let them know about this podcast, The Art of Being, the podcast that can be found on Facebook at The Art of Being or Twitter at The Real Art of Being, go ahead and let them know. If you'd like to like, share, and subscribe and send this message out and let them know about that as well and, and remind people about life or don't and just tell them the message yourself and claim all the credit. I don't care. You know, I ain't worried about plagiarism. 90% of the preachers out there plagiarize anyway. We all plagiarize in each other. As long as you preach in the words of the Most High and echoing the sentiment of my Messiah, then we good, dog. Then we good. I love you guys. Email me if you want to talk about this a little more. It is theartofbeing at gmail.com. That is the art of the letter B, the number 3, I-N-G, at gmail.com. We got a little 3 in our E for being because someone took the other email. I'm not mad about it. I am a little, but I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go. Love you guys. Remember, we are promised life. We are promised that we should not be filled with fear, but of love and a sound mind. And I do love you. And my mind is sound. My mind is okay. And I am at peace. And I pray that you can enter the shalom rest of the Lord, even during these trying times. That's why it's called Peace That Passes Understanding, y'all. Because everyone else out there freaking out about a virus, they're they supposed to look at us. We're supposed to be calm as cucumbers. Ain't got no mask on my face. And yes, I sure will come to your house and pray with you. Absolutely, I will. Absolutely. Because they should look at me and see my peace and go, how are you peaceful in 2020? I tell people all the time, 2020 is a banging year for me. What a blessed year it has been. Because I don't speak like the world. They say, oh, 2020, what a disaster. No, it ain't. Not for Christians. Not for Hebrew Israelites, not for the Messianic Israelite community, not for the people of Zion, it ain't. Because that's not how we roll. That's not in my vocabulary. So let's stop saying it and let's talk about life. Let's talk about love and let's spread the message of the Messiah without fear. And guess what? You're going to get arrested. That's what's going to happen. You're going to get arrested, the Bible says, and you're going to be killed. That's what the Bible says. So if you go out. If you open your church to people and they come in, police will come knock on your door and arrest you. And y'all scared, right? Well, we don't want to get arrested. Man, Paul's arrested like every day. You know, Paul's probably going up into prison, uh, walking past death row inmates and like, what's up, Paul? You back? And he's like, yeah, dog, I'm back, man. <laughs> he was a regular. He didn't care. Tell me that I, oh, I should, you need to social distance because we're supposed to follow the governor. Tell that to Paul. Paul would slap you across your mouth. He would be like, what? No. <laughs> I don't care if they send me to jail. I don't care if I break their regulations. I follow the regulations of the Most High. And I preach the message of his son, Yahshua, who gave us an example. And helped clarify some stuff for us. That's what I do. And I'm going back out to go do it, whether I get arrested or beat or what. Y'all up in here scared my governor told me that i can't i don't want to get arrested and i'm doing this to protect my people man shut your mouth ain't not a disciple apostle any person in the bible ran into a random preacher today and you think me screaming and yelling on a podcast would be would be bad man paul would smack you across your mouth paul was hardcore dude jesus would make you feel about your whole life and degrade your family he would just he, he would show up to your house without a mask, not social distance, call you a broad a viper and walk away with a smile. These people didn't play and they didn't walk like everybody else. They walked in life and love. And that's what we should do too. 
I hope that you come back for another podcast. Sometimes people get a little rattled by the things I say, you know. But I hope you come back, man, and let's go through this journey together. I wish you the best, but I don't wish you nothing because we don't do wish. See, I got to change my own vocabulary. Watch out for them words of the devil. They're in our mouth. Wish ain't a thing. I know that you'll be okay, and I know that you'll be blessed, for I have hope in something greater. Love y'all. Bye.